BGFF. I'm Lauren, the host of the Good Gluten-Free Grub podcast. Living with celiac disease has required constant adapting, and I am here to share how I live and love my gluten-free life and how you can too. I'm excited to be your new gluten-free friend. Thanks for being here and enjoy the show. We're back with another episode for the new year. I am so excited to be here. My name is Lauren and I am your host. Um, For those of you who might be new to the podcast or maybe this is your first time listening to the episode, um, I just want to give you a brief introduction of who I am in case you don't follow me on social media or you you know, this is your first exposure to the Good Gluten Free Grub podcast. My name is Lauren. Like I said, I have lived with celiac disease now for, I'm coming up on eight years um, this late spring. And I also live with type one diabetes. So I've had celiac disease much longer than type one. I was diagnosed with type one diabetes in 2021 um, post COVID. So I, um, yeah, I'm an expert at living with celiac disease. I've loved, I love to travel. I love to eat out. I love to educate. I love to have parties and I love to do events that are all gluten-free and I love to create a space. It brings me so much joy to feed people and to create a space that is safe for people to come and enjoy and not have to worry or question or have food anxiety or food stress. Um, so I do a handful of things here at Good Gluten-Free Grub. I've got the podcast. I am a private one-on-one coach. So I do coaching for people who are newly diagnosed with celiac disease and are looking for education for somebody who can relate to them, who can teach them, who can show them the ropes. Um, So I do that one-on-one coaching all over the world. It's just done via Zoom. Um, In Utah specifically, that's where I live. I do events. So I host monthly events. I do like a large quarterly event and then I do like small scale events. Um, and I also do Instagram and TikTok and do brand promotion and collaborating and content creation. So I kind of got a, you know, I got my toes dipped in multiple different pools working, um, being a gluten-free content creator and educator. And, um, I also am a wife and I'm a mom and I love to be involved in my community and my neighborhoods and in my church. And that's just a little bit about me. Um, today's episode is about feeding large groups of people, feeding big families, um, and like meal ideas, meal inspo for feeding large groups. So, um, I'll give you an example of how this kind of works for me and for my family. So we just recently went on like a Christmas break trip with my family. So I have five siblings and my parents um, and, uh, you know, everyone has kids. So there are nine kids and then there's mm, 10, 11, 12, 12 adults. So we need to feed everybody. Now, feeding everyone can be a challenge, and I try my best to give people ideas in my family of meals that they could make that every would be 100% gluten-free. Now, we don't do 100% gluten-free everything because it's just not realistic for my side of the family. Um, you know, with my in-laws, it's a different story. We'll do 100% gluten-free things, and everyone's okay with that. But with my family, I don't know. They're just not okay with it, so I adapt, and I have to you know, make some changes. But I just want to give you an idea of what we ate for every meal on this three-day vacation that we just took. Um, My parents have some timeshares and we went and we stayed in like these multi-bedroom timeshares where we all could like live together and yeah, enjoy the chaos. So 
first morning, um, one sister-in-law was in charge of breakfast um, and she just did like big, not even a nine by 13 dish, like even bigger. Like, you know, you can buy those like tinfoil ones from the grocery store. She did two of those and she just did breakfast casserole. So a breakfast casserole consists of eggs, hash browns, um, sausage, peppers, onions, cheese, bake it in the oven, you know, salt and pepper, a little bit of cream if you want and top it with ketchup and hot sauce okay so that fed everyone for breakfast she made two of those large casseroles and that was what we had for breakfast and then she brought fruit so there's an easy breakfast idea that will feed everyone and will keep everyone happy um and then for lunch um we did one sister was in charge of deli sandwiches and so she didn't do obviously they they didn't do gluten-free bread I just brought my own gluten-free bread and then they let just made let me made my sandwich first so that it wasn't like everyone's double dipped fingers and the cheese and the meat you know because people aren't washing their hands so um I once they opened the brand new package of deli meat and the brand new package of deli cheese I just made my sandwich first usually I will make myself two so that I don't have to go back and worry about cross-contamination so we just did turkey ham cheese mayo mustard Um, And then like a big box of the Costco mini chips, you know, where you can just get a multi-pack of chips. So that's what we did for that lunch. Now we had two kitchens in this scenario. So I kind of kept all my own food in one kitchen and then everyone else had their food in another kitchen, which worked for us. Um, But again, you can still eat and have like a shared lifestyle and shared house as long as you take the precautionary measures, like making sure you make your food first before everyone else starts for better for lack of better for lack of a better word double dipping right um so I made my sandwiches I had my gluten-free sandwiches um my angel husband he always eats gluten-free so that he can like kiss me and doesn't have to worry about cross contact because I will get like a rash on my mouth on my hands um just with like handling and stuff because I have dh so my kids had gluten-free I had gluten-free and my husband had gluten-free and then you know I just asked everybody after they were done cooking to wash their hands then we cleaned everything up um okay so then the next meal was dinner time and one sister would just wanted to do chicken tacos so she did like instant pot chicken with a packet of gluten-free taco seasoning and like a jar of gluten-free salsa most salsas I would say 99.9% of salsas are going to be always gluten-free but like I said just always double check you just never know Um, and she just did like paste salsa so she did a jar of paste salsa with a packet of gluten-free taco seasoning I prefer to use the Siete brand Um, just love the flavor love the ingredients Um, and then she just did chicken breast and then just like shredded it once it was cooked lettuce tomatoes avocados cilantro limes that's it. It's very easy. So everyone ate that for dinner. Um, we did corn tortillas. And then um, another meal that we did, um, I, me and my mom were in charge of this meal. And it was just chili and cornbread. So I, she was like, I can't find a gluten-free cornbread mix at the store. I had sent her to the store to get the Krusty's brand, but she's like, they're like completely cleared out of the gluten-free stuff. So I ended up going to like a local gluten-free business um, in Salt Lake and I picked up the Mrs. Hewitt's cornbread mix and I grabbed two and we just did like those big tin things that you can get at the store and made a big, huge batch of cornbread and chili. Um, Now my mom's chili recipe is like a basic chili recipe, but her chili mix that she uses, like she uses like a 
packet, right? Hers isn't gluten-free. So we just adapt the recipe and I do one packet of taco seasoning in the chili. And then we do like three tablespoons of chili powder and some cumin and salt and pepper. And, you know, we're making sure we're cooking the onions and the peppers and sauteing all of that first before we add the meat and stuff just to like, you know, get a nice flavor. Anyway, chili and cornbread, sour cream, cheese, easy. We fed everybody. There was leftovers. It was great. Um, and then, you know, everybody was kind of in charge of making sure like they had their own snacks for the days that we were doing outings and things like that. And then also when we were out and about one of the days, we all went to Five Guys and Five Guys doesn't have buns, but they do like a lettuce wrapped burger. Their fries are the only thing fried in their fryer. So we were all able to eat at Five Guys with no problem. So, you know, it can be possible to go on vacation with all of everyone else in your family being gluten eaters. Um, and it's possible to feed a large party as long as you like, you know, adapt a recipe here or there um, and find something like, honestly, like even now, still, even after all these years of being gluten-free, sometimes I'm just like, I just need a little bit, a little bit of inspo. I go on Pinterest, gluten-free meals for families. <laughs> Next thing you know, I've got like 10 ideas and I'm like, oh, this is easy. Oh, like, let's just do this and we'll just modify it here or we'll modify it there. Or let's do my mom's, you know, lasagna. That's been a family recipe for decades, but here's the recipe of my mom's recipe. And then I'm going to send a picture of these are the lasagna noodles you can use and you can just use the Barilla brand, but the gluten-free ones and they work the exact same way. You just stick them in between your layers, just like any other regular lasagna. You just use the gluten-free versions. Um, so, you know, it's, it's not as hard as you think. Like if you're feeling overwhelmed by feeding a large group gluten-free, like let's remove that thinking. You've got Pinterest, you've got Instagram, you've got TikTok, you've got Facebook groups. Like there's so many resources at your fingertips that can give you ideas for meal inspiration. And then all you have to do is make teeny tiny moderations. Sometimes you don't even have to make any moderations. Um, like for example, my my growing up, um, my mom always made Hawaiian haystacks. It's such a Utah food. Um, it's just like rice, like a creamy chicken gravy. And then you just like put all sorts of toppings on top. Okay. And the cream of chicken soup that my mom would use in her recipe has wheat in it. It's like the Campbell's brand. And so I just found a cream of chicken gluten-free alternative and now she can modify and make her recipe the same. All we just have to change the cream of chicken canned soup mix and then we can still have all the same toppings all the toppings are gluten-free the rice is gluten-free like I just don't want you to feel like the mass the massive overwhelm that can come with being gluten-free because it's really not as hard as you think it is it's just like all in your head and you're stressed and it's a big massive change but the resources at your fingertips are endless and there's so much inspiration and ideas and resources available for you so Um, I hope that those ideas and just like that story in general of going on a three-day vacation with my family um, gave you some ideas and some help. Um, Another incredible resource for feeding large families or, um, you know, feeding a big group. You're you're having a dinner party, so you're having people come over to eat and you want to make everything gluten-free. You could go to 
I don't know, TikTok and Instagram are such great resources. But um, if you don't already follow Janae Cox, she has an Instagram account called Clean Monday Meals. And she does, she has a meal prep app. um, And she has like a freezer meal section in her app where she will show you everything that you need to buy to make 15 freezer meals. um, And you can just spend two hours one afternoon and meal prep 15 different freezer meals. She will lay out for you all the ingredients that you need to buy. Um, and then, you know, at a recipe for every single one and you just open up all these gallon size Ziploc bags and you fill them up and you pop them in your freezer. And then when you're ready, you thaw it out the night before or the morning of, and you can pop that in your instant pot or your crock pot or whatever. Um, just a great resource to have. So I just want you to know that you don't need to be as stressed as you are. Look for resources, Google, Instagram, etc. Okay. If you need help um, on just day-to-day items of things to eat, you need inspiration, you need to feed a kid, you need to feed yourself, you need to feed a teenager, you need to feed a spouse, um, head to my Instagram page at goodglutenfreegrub and I have a highlight bubble, one that's called GF Kids, all the things that I feed my kids. We are 100% gluten-free home. So basically anytime I make my kids a meal and I take a picture of it, I post it on there so you can see what I'm feeding my kids on a daily basis. I have a highlight bubble called what I eat, meal inspiration, meal ideas. Sometimes it's just like a smorgasbord of food. Sometimes it's like a full recipe, but I always write down on the page, like in each highlight bubble and on each post I have written like what I ate. And just to give you an idea of what's already naturally gluten-free and what's already in your fridge that you can already eat, but maybe if you're new to eating gluten-free or your child is or whatever, those words are just really new to you. The idea of like, I have to eat gluten-free or she has to eat gluten-free can feel really overwhelming. But chances are, if you were to open your fridge, there would probably be 50% of everything that's in your fridge is already gluten-free. You've got produce, you've got vegetables, you've got meat, you've got eggs, you've got milk, you've got yogurt. Um, You've got, you know, basic foods that you can just kind of like zhuzh up. Um, You might need to change out a couple of things, but if you're looking for additional resources, my highlight bubbles are a free resource for you. Um, You can go through, take some time, watch the highlight bubbles, watch my grocery swaps, um, watch my Costco highlight bubble. You know, there's just a lot of free resources on everyone's Instagram pages who are, you know, in this niche of gluten-free education there's lots of free stuff. And I encourage you to go look through that. If you have additional questions, feel free to message me. But if you want someone to hold your hand and you want the help, schedule a one-on-one consultation call. That's what I'm here for. I send you tons of information um, and it's all, you can take it all from your email, from your text, however I get the information to you. You can save it in a folder on your phone. You can keep it all saved in one place. So when you're at the grocery store, you have access to everything that I've given you in a one-on-one consultation call. Um, Anyway, I would I would love to hear what you guys do for your big groups of families. Um, if you're feeding everyone gluten free, or if you're making a hundred percent gluten free meal, or you're just made it a New Year's resolution to not make two meals, because if you are the mom in the situation and you're making a gluten free meal and a gluten meal, like that's gotta go. It's too much work, and you don't need to do that. You just need to adapt your recipe to feed everyone and 
basically just tell everyone else to suck it up because (laughs) if it's just dinner that you're doing all gluten-free, you know, if it's your husband who's complaining he doesn't want to eat gluten-free, he can eat gluten for breakfast. He can eat gluten for lunch. As long as you're not cooking his meal or the kid's meal or whatever, if don't make two gluten-free dinners is all I'm trying to say. Just make a glue, make a meal that's already gluten-free. That is, you know, something that, you know, your family will love. Um, and I feel like also a key to successfully eating gluten-free is having a meal idea plan, knowing what you need to get at the grocery store, keeping a list, even, you know, um, I'm trying to think like meal prepping. Like if you can meal prep and make like double what you think your family will eat, then you can store some away in containers for lunch the next day. And then you don't have to have decision fatigue for the next day. You have lunch ready. Um, you kind of decide like, okay, for this week, I'm going to be eating leftovers for lunch. So I want to make sure I cook enough food for their family meal for dinner the night before. Um, or for myself, if you're cooking alone, like just make double and then prep it for meal prep. Um, and then it just to start incorporating naturally gluten-free foods. Start, you know, instead of snacking on things that were gluten before, just like kind of change your mindset and like, okay, well, this is a good mindset shift and health shift for me instead of snacking on potato chips at lunch or grabbing some Cheez-Its from the pantry. Like I am going to cut up some cucumbers and put some salt and pepper on them and eat it with cottage cheese. Like, you know, that sounds like really crazy, like health freak, whatever. I don't know where you are in your life and your health journey, but I can promise you that it's still a better option for you celiac wise and health wise. So um, anyway, I hope this helps. Um, I just had the thought to share what we made for our family meals on vacation. Um, Be sure to tune in to next week's episode where I'm going to be having some awesome guests. January, my January calendar is super great. And I'm really looking forward to all of the interviewees who are coming on. So you have something to look forward to. We have three guests coming on in, well, I'm interviewing three guests guests in January and one or two of those episodes will be going live in February. So stay tuned for that. Please leave a rating or review. If you love this podcast, follow me on social media at good gluten free grub, TikTok, Instagram. Um, if you're a Facebook person, you can follow me on Facebook. It's just my first and last name on Facebook. You can probably search the hashtag or sorry, the mention at good gluten free grub, but it might pop up as Lauren Smith. Again, L-O-R-I-N. I was just on the phone today with like gajillion different people and it's like, can and what's your first name? My name is Lauren, L-O-R-I-N. I have to spell it for everyone because of course everyone will write L-A-U-R-E-N. It's not L-A-U-R-E-N, it's L-O-R-I-N. So, well, just got off on a tangent. There you go. Just in case you needed to know how to spell my name and find me on other platforms. So anyway, I hope you have a wonderful gluten-free date and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a rating and a review. I would love to connect with you on my other social media platforms like Instagram and TikTok. My handle is at goodglutenfreegrub.com.